Hello and welcome to the Game Theory Podcast. I'm your host, Sam Vicini. We're presented by CLNS Media. Today on the show, making a return appearance again, because he's just terrific. We had so much fun on the last podcast. Uh, it's M Grads. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, Sam. How are you doing? I'm great, man. I got done with a workout today. I am. Uh, I'm feeling great. Like uh, my body is actually like feeling alive for the first time in like a year. So that's great. That's great. That Bikram yoga stuff, man. That that's amazing. Well, the funny the funny thing about that shit is like, um, so Laura, my fiance, started going to a yoga studio, and uh. then like told me to come along and I found out that they started doing, they do like crazy ass, like hit classes. And like, she started to convince me to start doing Pilates. So I've now been doing like three hit classes and like one Pilates class a week, basically. And like my body is Uh fucking dying. That's crazy. That's (laughs) crazy. Um, but we're going to talk about the NBA. We're going to talk about some college guys that, uh, M grads wants to talk about a little bit here. Uh, we're going to start with James Harden. We're going to move to Luka Doncic, some of the rookies that he's excited about. Uh, we're going to talk about Jim Boylan and the bulls because that's just oh, a disaster. A dumpster fire. Um, and then, yeah, we're going to talk about some college kids that are near and dear to uh, Marcus's heart over there. So oh, let's, uh, let's start with James Harden, James Harden uh, over his last two games has dropped like 117 points million points none of the the craziest stat out of all of that is none of his points none of his made field goals have been assisted uh, yeah he's getting it literally all two, by himself two points have been assisted on or two yeah two assisted on or two points one of the two yeah yeah Isn't that crazy it's insane yeah. like he's ridiculous so like i guess that my question is <laughs> how do we think of this offensive season like, is it legit, like, maybe the best offensive season ever? Because I'm, like, I'm getting close to that, or at least, like, since 19, like, 75 or whatever, right? Like, we're not going to go back and, like, say, like, Wilt and all that shit, but, like... There was a young man from uh, North Carolina named Michael Jordan who averaged 37. So, when James gets to average 37, then we can say that. But, yes, this is one of those. That's James Harden is going off. Like, what he's doing is amazing. There's no but. I'm going to think what he's doing. No, James Harden is doing, a, like, I know he was mad, and he'd really be doing it because when he lost, he, he didn't want the camera in his face. Like, to me, that shows, like, he he's not out there, like, just playing. Like, some guys would have had 58 and taken the L and be, like, walked off the court smiling, like, you know, like, feeling good. And he walked off the court, like, get that camera out of my face. Like, that, to me, shows me a lot about wh- where James Harden is as a player now. And it's like, he's doing this because he has to. Everybody's out, you know? Clint's out now. So, I mean, but what he's, it's just, I mean, that is literally like putting the team on your back. Like, in, in, a, in, a, in a way I haven't seen in a long time. Like, from a, from a man. This man, that's, what he's doing is just unreal. No Clint, no Chris Paul. Like, PJ Tucker and Gary Clark, I think, started it as their big men last night. Like, look, PJ Tucker's awesome. Like, PJ Tucker defends his ass off he can hit corner threes now like he is a legit very good player but yeah yeah yeah. like a player like that but that's who he is right like he's a fifth starter and he right now like might be their second best player like it's him and like eric gordon's missed some time here and there too so like it's not even like they're getting like a full complement of eric gordon uh right is it like is is austin rivers like one of their three best players with james harden right now yeah the healthy ones young a rivy yeah that's i mean that's just that's just a testament to james harden's just like man it's just like i'm a hooper i'm gonna go out here and get and and do all i can 
You know, I mean, I guess it's because he's from L.A. You know, you know those L.A. <laughs> dudes get bad. Those L.A. dudes get bad reps. You know, and then we carry franchises. You know, we always come in to fix things. But why, why do you good. think L.A. dudes get bad reps? This will be this oh, will because be because the, because Biggie said in the song, you know, the woman in the weather. You know, he said a couple other things too, but he said the woman in the weather. That's why. You know, it's like that they, they because it's sunny all the time. They think that you know we're outside, you know, on the beach tanning and stuff like that, laying out, you know, not in the gym working. So that's what they think. We got too many distractions out here. But it's like, man, they got the hood out here just like they got it everywhere else. You do you know? still hear that about like Southern California kids. Oh, yeah. That's why everybody's talking about the Pac-12 is so weak and all this. But the Pac-12 always puts out a killer every year. Always. Always. And look where the last two MVPs are where they're from. So, <clears throat> I mean, who, give us the who bad Who is the Pac-12's rep. killer this year? Uh, I mean, well, DeAndre Aiden's is not from... Uh, his, well, no, 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 not the, not the. Well, of uh, course, I mean, you got to say Alonzo Trier. Who not else the 2018, the 2019 class. I mean, oh, who's going to be? Oh, yeah. this going. We see. That's what I'm saying. We don't know yet. I mean, Alonzo Ball. Uh, oh, my bad. Okay, here we go. Um, uh, so, like, what is it? Like Kevin Porter? Is you're you're probably going to say like Kevin Porter or uh, something? Yeah, I mean, but we don't know. We don't. We we don't know <laughs> with Kevin Porter. Like, we don't know. Like, he is a, a talent of all talents. That's not his problem. Basketball is not his problem. But, yeah, we don't know. Um, <clears throat> man, I don't – that's a good question. Because it could be anybody. You that's know? tough, yeah. That's, that's tough because it's like you never – it depends on who comes out. You know, because it does. It's like the, that yeah. kid from Washington – that kid from Washington State, what if he comes out, you know? And it's like you Franks, never, Yeah, you fine. never know. Yeah. But it's like you, He'll be fine. You, yeah, you just don't know. Like, that's what I'm saying about the Pac-12 because it's like, man, <laughs> you just don't know. Because everybody's saying they're down, it's bad but individual players. But anyways, so, go ahead. Sorry. So James Harden, uh, over his last, what is it? Like, uh, let's let's say, I want to say it's 17, 18 games. This is or his last 18 games. 42.2 points, 9.1 assists. Uh, he's shooting 15 threes a game, uh, mm-hmm. 38% from three. He's getting to the mm-hmm. line 14 times a game and he's shooting 90% from the line. Uh, like, do you enjoy watching James Harden? Like, I guess, yeah. like, that's always, like, the thing that people ask, right? Like, oh, he's, like, fucking ruining basketball. I, I, I don't, don't agree with that, but, like, I, I just want to ask you, like, do you enjoy I don't get why are? people say that. Like, I don't get why people say that. Like, if you have a guy who's dominant like that with the ball and he's getting buckets and he's getting nine assists a game, do you understand? Like, six assists for a point guard is really damn good, okay? Like, he's getting nine and giving you 42. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? So he's pretty much giving you 42 and 10 a night. Like, how does he ruin basketball? That's that doesn't make any sense to me because like if you if you're a basketball fan you like to see dom- dominating performances you know you love to see that like you have a whole team full of guys trying to, and they can't stop them there's nothing they can do do you understand like that 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 that's that's impressive that James Harden what he's doing and people that I don't even get people who say that those are guys who just crunch numbers the whole time how many dribbles he you know like i'm not with that like missing that he's a point guard of course he's to take a lot of dribbles compared to clay thompson like clay thompson comes off of screens you know like there's a difference with how clay thompson moves as opposed to what james harden's doing i still am upset my whole thing is i don't get why anthony davis isn't talked about because he doesn't have the ball like james harden does and he's putting up he had 46 and 16 the other night and it's just like oh well james harden had 57 do you understand but it's like i i get that but james harden has the ball the whole time well like everyone that's like, my only argument everyone always tries to like diminish other people at the expense of like someone else right like oh i'm not diminishing it, james harden at all no, no no i know you're not but like i'm saying I'm like anthony davis 
I'm just giving he's, you a comparison as to as their usage. Why, like, I think where Anthony Davis is, what he's doing is just as impressive to me. I keep on saying he's putting up Shaq numbers to me. Like he's putting what he's doing. He's not. He, it's not like he's Kobe where he had the ball the whole time. You know, yeah, he's getting yeah, as many yeah. as Shaq. Like that's what I'm saying. Like that is very impressive. Now, yes, Anthony Davis does touch it a lot, but he's not. He's not coming down, initiating the offense, like seeing a seeing an opening, just going right to the cup. Can he do that? Yes, he can, but it's not the same. That's all I'm saying. So, so I just so think like, they're equally impressive. Yeah, no, 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 no. I agree. That's that's why I say that. Like, it's the thing that frustrates me most about the internet is they can't look at like two good things and say that they're both good, right? Right. Like, it always has to be, you know, DeAndre Ayton isn't Luka Doncic. He's right. You know, like he's, you know, what are we doing here? What are we talking about? Like, I, I just want to appreciate both of them. Like, I think that they're both unbelievable. Like, it's possible to think Phoenix made a good pick with DeAndre Ayton and okay, maybe the Kings fucked up, but like, I, I think Martin Bagley is going to be fine, but like maybe the Kings he fucked up. He had 15 up. and eight last night. Yeah. That's, so that's like, a rookie. But no, no, yeah. no, time out. See, time out, time out, time out. See, time out saying like, I get what you're saying, yeah. but like, you can't say the Kings fucked up be- yet because like, dude, I know... First of all, timeout. Let me just be honest. Luka Doncic had a distinct advantage playing against pros. Yeah, Marcus, when you said in Twitter, I don't care. I didn't delete my tweets. Go back and show everybody what I said. I don't care. I'm not saying, you know, to about the people listening. I don't care. He's playing against pros, like little grown men. He's 17 out there playing against 35-year-olds, okay? I mean, in AAU, there's some, there's some kind of cases like that. No, I'm just kidding. But he's 17 <laughs> playing against 35-year-olds, and it's like – and they're in college, you're playing against it's, – it's completely different. He's playing a, a professional-style basketball game, okay? Well, Marcus, you said it wasn't going to work. No, okay. I said that I'm tired of the hype coming from these guys who are like the – I already gave you the, 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 the names of the guys who were picked top 10 lottery picks that were supposed to be the best because they did this and they came and they fizzled out and they were busts. That's, what I, that's why I didn't believe it, okay? Luca came over, he shut me up. Anyways. Well, like here's, here's the thing, though, like – <laughs> Those guys who came over and they sucked, right? Like, like Dragon Bender isn't very good, right? Oh, thank you. Right. Five points from Akabi, he averaged oh, he's eighteen. Like, well, yeah, he he played on, like. Dude. Well, like here's the thing, he played what I want to say like 150 Euro League minutes, like, and he was barely getting time like in the Israeli league, even. Right. Um, but they come, the, the fourth pick, the fourth pick, dude. Yeah, and look, like me and you were arguing over him, Sam. Sam I'm not gonna lie, I fucked that one up. Sam, come on, dude. We were are you we were arguing? And that's why, and that's why I feel like I. That's why my my, my Luca takes is like okay, one. Let's go back. I'm not saying you. I'm talking about everybody. Let's go back. But Luca's killing. But anyway, let's go ahead. Sorry, I cut you but off. With, but with Luca, the thing is though, like Luca played 2,000 minutes last year, or like 3,000 minutes last year, and was the best player in the Euro League. Like he right. he had proven it. You know what I mean? That's right. why I'm like like if you want to if you want to look at a guy this year, like Sekou Dumbuya, right? Like do you know right. who that is? I've heard the name. Yeah. So like he's playing in the French league. He is uh, averaging 15 points or 15 minutes a game. He's not starting uh, like six minutes or six points a night. He's just, he's not ready yet. Right. Like, right. but if he enters the draft, someone's going to take him in the top 20 because he's six, nine with a seven foot wingspan. That's crazy. Multi-positional and has maybe some potential to shoot it and right. he has crazy feel like if you go through his youth his like youth numbers are insane so he played in the uh u18 world championships in 2016 when he right. was like 15 years old and mm-hmm. averaged like 19 a game 
Right. Right. Yeah, if it was like nineteen and seven. Like that that's why people would be yeah, like, Okay, we're gonna take a shot. No, yeah, but okay, Luka Doncic was averaging whatever, got M V P for Real Madrid. Right. Okay, that's, they, they almost beat they almost beat the the, 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 OK, the OKC Thunder or they did beat whenever when they came out there like like right, that's, a, that's my point though there's like a huge league. difference no yeah. i know but luca was playing against pros for sure you, you know like not youth league he's he was 14 15 playing against grown-ass men okay uh, you know that's amazing and he has an advantage of the game and how it's played obviously so but marvin bagley had 15 and 8 last night and it's like he messed up like okay it's yes it's the drew league but yeah he was in high school and they're still nba players Okay, did y'all not see what's going to happen once he gets a feel and once he figures it out? It may take a little bit longer than everybody. Like, not yeah, everybody's like, LeBron James. Here's the not other everybody's thing with the Drew League, too. Like, <laughs> the, other th- the other thing with the Drew League, too, is, like, you get guys who can really play that aren't even, well, like, Frank Nitty's a pro. Like, he's not an NBA pro. Like, he plays overseas. Um, but, like, that dude will come in and he'll murder someone like Denzel Valentine like you did this past summer. And, like, that guy <laughs> is better than what like 99 percent of college players probably right thank you the, the, i mean a vast majority yes a vast majority of them exactly 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 so that's what i'm saying like dude uh i don't think it's a julie he's playing against pros you know like that he wasn't playing against like scrubs now yeah it's summer but dude the, trust me you get ridiculed at the barbershop at the club like dudes go home from drew they go out to after drew league games and it's like if you play like a scrub you get roasted the dj <laughs> in the club like dudes are in the club the dj knows because he was at the drew league and he oh man do you understand what I'm so it's like you get roasted so it's like dudes are they're not gonna just like let you go out there and, and like embarrass them you know like dude friendships have ends of my boy, my boy Shannon Sharp, who dunked on that. You remember that? You remember Shannon Sharp who got the viral dunk on the dude at the Drew League when the, the tip out came and he dunked it. I'm sure you saw it this summer. I, hope I didn't know it. who it was, but yeah, I remember okay, the dunk. That was my that about. was my guy. That's yeah, Mr. Viral. Okay, he told me that the that that the dude he dunked on was his boy, like growing up. And every and after it happened, he said that they they're cool and all, but it's like it's not been the same. <laughs> so if you don't think that that stuff is not real. You know, they're not playing hard to people who, the casual fan, all those guys, it's a pickup game. Now, like I said, there's a lot at stake in here because it's the street. The, the, the Drew League's in the middle of Watts, okay? People who think it's like in, in sunny, like like it's in a nice area. No, it's in the middle of the hood, okay? Yeah. So, it's like, so it's like, it's real down there, okay? So don't think that they're coming down there just playing because, you know, like it's not the NBA. They've got pros in there. they got guys really hooping. So what I'm, what I'm saying is, obviously, it's it's not the same intensity as what Luca was facing. But what I'm saying is Marvin Bagley isn't somebody who, like, you can say, like, the Kings fucked up. That's what I'm saying, because we won't know. That's all I'm saying, because <clears throat> we've seen say, guys have amazing know. rookie years and then fizzle out there. I'm not saying Luca's going to do that, but I'm saying, right. like, we've seen it happen. Okay, like, Jason Tatum was, was going was gonna to be the... You know, but that's a different story because I'm not even going to get into that. I shouldn't even brought that up because that's another story why that happened. There's only one reason, but yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, let's go. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> um, Sorry. With uh, with Marvin Bagley, look, like I don't think you can say that like it's for sure, like 100. percent The Kings fucked up, but, but it's like I get I get the a, context of what you're saying though. It's no, a big like he has to make a considerable leap to be as good as Luca, right? Like already, like that's where we're at. Like Luca is right. But you remember Kobe's top... first year? Right. Right. Remember, like, but Luca's already like year? a top 40 ish player in the NBA, something like that. We'll say like, he's not an all-star. He's probably like the level below. All-star. Oh no, he's going to be an all-star, which is to right, me is like complete. I mean, and it, come on. 
in, in like, terms of like where he is, like as an actual player, he's probably like a top forty guy, right? Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, dude, Luca's the franchise player of the Dallas Mavericks, so right. I'd say he's top thirty-two. And to do that as like a, <laughs> and to do that as a nineteen-year-old playing in the NBA for the first time is fucking bananas. Uh, Bagley ain't near that. Yeah, like it's it it would take multiple massive leaps for Marvin to get there. Like I'm not saying he can't do it. It's a it's a stretch to like get there though. Uh, what, what's what, what do you, dude? He's a rookie. He's 19, 20, 19, 20 years old. Right, but that's my point. Saying, like, are you, are you assuming saying, that Luke is not going to okay, be better but, too? But but t- I didn't say he wasn't. I'm, I'm not. I didn't say he wasn't. But Sam. But here's this. this uh, what if he doesn't? What For if sure, yeah. What if he's reached his peak? And it, I'm not saying he won't work hard. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying. What if he doesn't? What if Marvin Bagley doesn't? What if all these guys don't? It just, we we don't know. I'm not Luca. Obviously, looks like he's definitely not. I'm not saying that, but was dude. Some guys get it. Some guys click. You you never know with Marvin Bagley. I get what you're saying. Like Marcus, come on, dude. He's you just uh, Luca's rookie of the year. Okay, by far, far and away. <laughs> it's not even close. And and and, and the media is going to make sure of that. But he's been hooping. Twenty five eight and eight the other night. Like he's killing. I'm not saying he's not. Other guys are too. Obviously, he's doing it at a higher voltage. I mean, at a higher percentage, and more eyes are on him. Understandable. Okay, but I'm saying Marvin Bagley's six eleven and has real game. There's like the skill he has is not something that's taught off. Do you Look, man, you're, you're talking to like someone who was higher on Marvin than I think most of the people that like do my job, right? Like right. I had Marvin at three on my board. I was like, I am high on Marvin's athleticism. I love the right. way that he plays super hard. Uh, I think you're going to be able to teach him to defend. Like he's, a, I think he is going to be able to be taught to be a shooter. Like, but the Kings are winning though. Like you know, right, the, right, the right. Yeah. For the for the Kings, they're they have a winning record in the West at this far in the season. Tell me when the last time that happened. And they're talking about firing Jorger, anyways. But yes, so and it's like he got hurt. He's coming back. He had fifteen and eight last night. Like I'm not saying he's doing what Luca's doing. I'm just saying don't write the kid off yet and say they fucked up. Because what if he brings them a champion? What if he wins a championship and Luca never does? There are a lot of great players who never won championships. So right, but like, that's not what, what are we going to say? Like, Charles Barkley was worse than Robert Ory because Robert Ory played, like, one seven so, titles? No, I mean, see, that's, that's, no, see, they're, they're, we're, not, we're not doing that. That's, that's a lazy comparison. That's it lazy. Is. And I'm not even saying, see, that's not where I'm going. What I'm trying to say is, is that <clears throat> we are writing off Marvin Bagley already because Luca is so good now. All I'm saying is, like, he's 19, 20 years old. What happens when they're both 23, 24, and they're both on the all-star team, and, and Marvin Bagley, this is a big if. I mean, it could happen, though, but it could happen. What if they're both in, on the same all-star team, and Marvin Bagley's got a winning record? You know, or he's been further in the playoffs, you know? But Luka, so what, what's the story going to be then if, if that happens? It could happen just as much as it can happen. We don't know, but what I'm saying is, like, we got to just stop and wait. Marvin Bagley's got all the tools, okay? All and of By the way, all-star. Marvin Bagley? Averaging twelve and a half and six and a half in twenty three minutes a night this year. Uh, Thank you. You guys that would be like, like think about that. Think about that, that. would be all NBA rookie like every year. Maybe Dude. not this year because it's just fucking insane with the rookies like DeAndre that, and Jaren. Thank and, you, but like, that Luka. Th- thank but, like you. he's he's legit really good. Like I think he has genuinely been really good for the number two pick. Think about if Luca wasn't in this draft. Think about all the people that they'd be talking about and how they'd be salivating over this class if Luca wasn't there because it's just it, a loaded it, class it, it, exactly but the coverage on Luca is completely different is what I'm saying you take him out of this draft listen to how everybody's going crazy about it. look what you just listen to what you just said 
12 and a half and six and a half in 23 minutes as a 20 year old as a rookie the number two pick you're trying to tell me if you're a if you if, you, if you're a franchise if you're an owner or a gm or whatever a president and you're like damn he's giving me 12 and a half and six and a half so 13 and seven in 23 minutes basically as a rookie and they're calling him a bust like listen to how stupid people sound and listen yeah, to what people and listen to what the narrative is being pushed about Luca is what I'm trying to say. You take him out of this draft, Trey Young is the best player ever. Jaron Jackson is like, oh my God, all these guys, all these teams got home runs. All of them. Do you understand what I'm saying? And I'm not even it's just it's just the way the media is the quote unquote Luca lickers. Hey, hashtag Luca lickers, the way that they're a- approaching it, it's like, dude. Listen to how we're talking about it now. Take him out of the draft. Listen to how we're talking about it. I think it's like one of those deals where, and like, look, this is like, again, comes from someone like, I love Luka Doncic. I think he's a great player. It's just like, I think a lot of it. Let's say that also. He doesn't look like me. He uh, (laughs) kind of looks like Sam. No, just kidding. I don't think I don't think he can grow facial hair but, yet. So like that's a real question. Um, but like here here's the thing though. I think a lot of it with Luca is like confirmation bias, right? So like everyone came into the draft going, okay, this guy was the best player in Euroleague. Like it's an all it's a no brainer. Take him number one. All this shit, right? And I think that now that he's so good, everyone is like, see, I told you, I told you, and I told you this, and I told right, you that. Right, right. No, I feel you. I think that that is what ends up happening within these conversations, right? Like people are looking to confirm their point of view. And instead of just saying, Hey, let's it. There, there isn't enough people who just want to like things, right? I I just want to enjoy things. I just want to enjoy watching Jaron Jackson play defense and block shots. I want to enjoy. Yeah. Like I want to enjoy watching Trey young play in pick and roll and throw just like a ridiculous, no look dump off to a big man. I want to be able to watch, uh, you know, like DeAndre Ayton, just like operate out of the high post and then bully some 30 year old at 19 years old or 20 years old to exactly. the basket and throw down a dunk all over his face. Like, I, I want to watch all these guys. I think that, right. it's, you know, like, look, I'll call out if I think a guy isn't playing well. Like, I've called out the fact that, like, I'm a little bit worried about Trey Young shooting like 25 percent from three. That doesn't mean I'm not enjoying him play. But, but listen, Mr. Statistical. So what happened when he came down that game and he hit that that 50 footer big Sam Cassell balls and he made it to ice the game for sure. No, 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 time out. I'm sorry not to cut you off and say you're wrong. But think about that. You guys are harping on the fucking 25 percent from three. He hits a fucking big ass big nut shot to seal the game and it's fucking crickets. Excuse my language. That's the kind of stuff what I'm talking about. When no, I, talk I think about that that's fair. I think that people no, don't you, point but, out but, Trey's successes as much as they point out the questions. I think that's thank real. you because it's like I said, it's the whole thing. You take Luka Doncic out of this draft, Trey Young is the most heralded. Like they're on his everybody is there. Everybody's going at weak ass Gottlieb. Everybody is just <clears throat> attacking everybody who's saying stuff bad about Trey. Everybody. So so Trey Young in his last twenty games. 16.4 points, 7.1 assists, shooting 43% from the field, so a nice big leap, 39% from three, so a nice big leap. Um, but he's doing everything that he's he's growing as the Hawks have grown over that time. And right? he's a bust. Listen, he's a bust because they're talking about Luka. Do you understand? I have zero problem with Luka. He's a hell of a player. It's not him I'm talking about when I say the things I say when I use compared, when I compare on Twitter what the coverage of Luca. It's not his fault that these guys are talking about him like that. 
obviously right. he's killing. But it's not he's not saying, "Hey y'all, write about me." You know what I'm saying? Like he's not right, right, right. Like he's not this he's is, not begging I, for the coverage. So, so I'm not. There's no fault of his. He's hooping. Like stop trying to come at me and bring up my stuff that you hate Luca. It's not him I'm talking about. So what I'm saying is like listen to what you just said. That's your number five pick. Okay, starting playing against Russell Westbrook, playing against Patrick Beverly, playing against Avery Bradley, playing against Kyrie, playing against these guys. And he's just giving you those numbers of what you just said. And they're calling him a bust. It's crazy. Listen to how stupid that sounds. That's crazy. You feel, this is the kind of stuff. This is why some people don't need to be talking about basketball. This is what upsets me. This is why I get upset. This is why I say the things, oh, Marcus, you be trolling. No, you guys listen to these dudes because they have all the followers and the blue checks. And it's like a guy like me, I'm a troll because I don't agree with the with the bullshit-ass rhetoric that they're spewing about Trey Young calling him a bust. Like, are you serious? Why, you know, why can't we like both? That's not the point. I'm not talking to people who like both. I'm talking to the Luka Lickers and the people who are just downing these kids already because Luka Doncic is doing so good. I understand. Luka Doncic, yes, to the people who said if you came to college after playing in the NBA for, I mean, in, in, in EuroLeague for four years, if he came to college for one year, he would have, yes, he would have dominated. Yes, he would have killed. He's pro- I don't think he would. It's a different system. College is completely different. Some coach would have probably been like, you're not doing that shit here. You know what I'm saying? Anyway. Oh, God. Can, can you imagine? Could you imagine that like... going to North Carolina and Roy Williams like, no, we, he's not ready yet. We're gonna oh, put, my God. We're going <laughs> to put him. We're gonna put him on. We're gonna put you at the four. We're gonna make you set screens. Yeah, you're getting 15 minutes a game. Poor Nasir Little. Anyways, so like, Uh, Roy's a great coach. Roy's a great coach, but like, that's something that would have happened. (laughs) Could you imagine that? So what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is like, we gotta we gotta stop with that. We gotta stop with that. Like, like these kids are amazing, and they're getting the game so fast. Luca played pros since he was 14. Just like Ricky Rubio. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. but yeah, obviously, yeah. obviously you can't compare the two because Luca is on a completely different level than what Ricky Rubio was. But I think Ricky Rubio was given the hype because if you look at that Spain team, sorry to get off the subject, but if you look at that Spain team in the Olympics he had, he had both Gasol brothers, Rudy Fernandez, uh, Calderon. I, they were loaded. Like they yeah. had a whole NBA squad, like th- 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 everybody. So it was in the NBA on that team. Literally, everybody stands like three bench players. Everybody was on that t- the NBA on that team. So Ricky Rubio, of course, he's going to look like he did. But anyways, I'm just saying. He's like, a distributing point guard, too, particularly. Exactly. Like, what, exactly. what his skill set is. He's going to exactly. look good. Then you look exactly. at um, the Slovenian team that uh, that Luka dominated with this summer. You're talking him and Goran Dragic. And yep. Anthony Randolph was on that team, too. And yep. Anthony Randolph is probably good enough to play in the NBA now. Um, Definitely. So, like, they have some young guys coming up. Like, they have a couple of prospects that are interesting. They have the kid that got, just got drafted by the Nuggets. But, like, it's it's not near the same deal. Like, it's not even close. Right. So, right. I, I mean, like, what he did this summer was just incredibly oh, insane. Oh, no. Okay, time out. Time out. See, see, okay, see, okay, if you go back to that summer, if you go really go back on my Twitter, okay, there was dudes. I was on the Luka team because of what he was doing, okay? <laughs> admission, admission. I was on the Luka train. In the beginning, go if you dig back far enough to these people who say I hated him. There's we were talking about what he did this summer, and he averaged a triple double damn near. So I was like, wait a minute, dude, this kid is like really good, okay? Because I still, what you just said, I saw his team and what he did. They won the Euro Cup, and they who they they beat everybody, and everybody they played against had NBA players on the team. So right. like, so I'll, they beat I'll, they beat France. France was they didn't have everyone, but they were pretty loaded. Lithuania had, had a good group, um, and that was the Spain championship. Was obviously Lithuania, really good. 
Croatia was really good. Who um, they beat in the championship? Lithuania or Spain? Serbia. 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 Was really oh, good. versus Latvia or Slovenia? Who did he play for? Slovenia. Yeah, Lucas Slovenian, and they played Serbia. Oh yeah, man, that was, whew, the stands up there must have. That game was. Woo! You talk about rivalries here. That game was probably they probably have police inside there, like full riot gear. Yeah, no, that, <clears throat> people don't know about that either. Anyways, so listen. So I was on the Luca team, right? I was like, man, he's cold. I even got into an argument with the guy who was saying he's weak, and I'm like, no, he's not. Okay, my whole thing started to change when when I saw more video, and then I was like, wait a minute. And I saw some of the guys that he was doing. I was like, come on, dude. You know, but that was me. And then the Trey Young stuff started. You, you know to what, though, too? Like, you talk to guys overseas that played against him. They had, like, some real questions about, like, how it was translated that, to the next Okay, level. time I, out. I will time say out. that. that. And that's another thing. I had guys who played overseas telling me who played in the NBA, who had played against him, telling me, like, not, I'm not hearing it from a friend to a friend. They're telling me directly themselves. They're like, he is good, yes, but all that stuff that he's doing ain't going to work in the NBA. They were wrong, okay, but... Right, like, I, I thought that they would probably be wrong, because I just think he's, like, naturally the most gifted, like, feel game, like, player I think I've ever seen. Uh, well, he's just, not maybe not that I've ever really. seen, but, like, one of the five most gifted in terms of feel that I've seen. Um, uh, t- so, he is okay. crazy gifted in terms of so, just the way he's I'm not saying he's not, but, dude, Jesus, Mary and Joseph, Sam... He's 19. He just started. He's played 40 games. But it's just like in terms of natural feel. Like, like you guys you compare, are acting like you're You compare like, James Harden's feel when he was at, like, Arizona State. Like, it wasn't anything like this. Oh, my God, dude. It's, dude, it's system. Dude, Luka Doncic has been playing professional basketball since he was 14. College, you guys – college is the worst thing for some basketball players. It ruins their game. And nobody wants fair. to talk about that. And not, nobody wants to talk about that. Nobody wants to admit it. Felipe Lopez doesn't go to college. He's the best player we've ever, one of the best players we've ever seen. Okay, like Fran Fraschilla ruined him. Okay, like we, college is not, and people like who's that? College is not for a lot of people. Okay, Luka Doncic was playing professional basketball in Europe. No, it's not the NBA, but everybody's saying it's the second best league. Okay, so what is he being taught? Pick and roll. He's being taught how to how to see the game. That's why he, I'm not saying he doesn't have the feel. Yes, he does. But top five, I mean, come on, dude. Let, give the kid like five years before we start saying stuff like that. Please. Yes, he's on that. Okay, yes, let me, he's let on me that plane. rephrase. I, I will he's say this. On let me plane. rephrase. Let me rephrase. Like for his age, for a 19-year-old basketball player as a prospect entering the NBA, he probably has like some of the five best feel, like top five feel in terms of like guys operating in pick and rolls, knowing oh, where no. all of his teammates are, being able to diagnose defenses, knowing exactly where to be. Sam, like, Sam. That's where we're at, I think. I get all you what you're saying. I'm I'm not disagreeing with what I'm not disagreeing. See, I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying. I'm just saying, can we give him time? Because we're not going to say something like that about Trey Aiton, uh, you know any of them. Any I'm of happy right to now. say that about. I'm happy you know, to say Jared that about Trey too. No, I think Trey has. I think Trey has unbelievable feel for the game. Yeah, Trey was playing in college last year, where the whole team he was the scout report. Okay, like everything was geared to stop him. It was different. He had to get guys involved. The media was killing him when he took 30 shots and had 42 points or 48 points. The media was killing him. So he's like, damn, you know, like guys read clippings. Things are heard. So he had to. So he was like, let me get my teammates involved, you know, like which when they were winning, when he was getting 40 a night. Think about that. If Trey Young was doing that in, in, in overseas, do you think they would have told him to, to stop and people got mad? College is not, and I don't care what college coaches hear this, I'm not saying kids shouldn't go to college. 
All I'm saying is that your systems, sometimes your egos override what these kids are trying to do. Your agenda is different than theirs. It's what it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know if it's like, sorry. like overrides what, it what the kids are trying to do. I think it's different agenda. More than different agendas. Right? Like, exactly. Like, like, like Roy Williams right now is a different agenda than what Nasir Little has. Oh, yeah, exactly. Right? But check it out. Check it out. I, I like look. I, I've been vocal that I think like Roy is not really handling it correctly at all. But like at the same time, I understand his thought process. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't. So like I can see why because <laughs> no, Roy I Williams, get what he's saying. Because I just Roy don't Williams get it. wants to play one true big man and two true forward. Man, if he's, get, no, if get, he's thinking of Nasir Little as a true forward, I understand him playing the senior and Luke May. And playing Cam Johnson, who's like having an All-American type season. Like, Cam Johnson's really good. Um, I personally would play Nasir Little next to those two and play Garrison Brooks off the bench and just, like, start small. And right. small. But I can understand that Roy has done this for 30 years. He thinks that his doesn't... way is the best, and that's why this happens the way it does. Okay, and guess who, you know who else adjusted? This man named Coach K, Okay. So I don't want to hear anything about Roy Williams doing this for 30 years. When Coach K saw what Coach Cal was doing, was like, you know what? Check this out. I'm going to start doing that too. But okay? has K adjusted his system really? Coach K always adjusts his system every single year. To what got... See, that's the thing. Oh, man, I'm over here hyping Coach K. Like, his, his, <laughs> so here, here, I'll give you Coach an example K's of that. Offense is, he... is Coach, uh, Coach K's offense every year is different. It's, yes. always, it's always specified to, 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 for his players, best players, strengths and in hides their weaknesses True. Offense like last and year they ran like super uh like post heavy offense this year they're running just like straight motion not really a ton of set plays unless you're coming like straight out of bounds plays they're um, not running any offense at duke and that's right. what people don't exactly right don't understand they're, that's not offense they're just coming down and and hey <laughs> get it go to work pick and roll right it's just like There's base no, motion just like hey go yes yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's the only thing they're talking about at Duke is defense. That's the only thing practice that they're talking about at Duke. Anyways, I'm not saying so. And anyway, then like I'm, last year too. Uh, last year too, they play zone. Eventually, he flips to his own because it's the right thing to do for their personnel. Right? He actually does. Like Kay actually does adjust for sure. Yeah. So <clears throat> that's what I'm trying to say. Roy Williams needs to adapt. But I don't even want to get into that because, dude, I don't want to talk. He's he shouldn't be getting those kind of athletes. But he should. Nasir Little's family. I understand they're very. They're not stupid. They're very great family you know know what they're talking about they know what's up i'm not saying i just think that that decision for them to go to north carolina was not a good one that's it but hey i'm not i'm Honestly, on the outside like, looking I, in. I don't know what they're thinking right now i mean maybe maybe it is me like it's hard to say i mean to me exactly. from the outside i don't think it was you know right. like i think that uh basically no combo forward should go to north Carolina because it's just not right. the scheme right like roy is very scheme heavy and like combo forwards don't really fit because roy's offense is the four five and the two three are two very different positions like the two mm-hmm. three is going to space the floor it's going to throw entry pass uh the four five is going to run the floor try and establish quick post position crash the offensive glass there's not really a lot of wiggle for like combo right so right yeah so like if i was like advising people if i was a combo forward i would say you probably shouldn't go to north carolina and like if i was roy williams i wouldn't recruit those kids because i I don't really think it makes sense for my scheme but you know it is what it is i guess i Um, I guess where do you where do you want to go next i I will just give the floor to you given the fact that we have bounced around 97 different directions Uh See that's the way it's supposed to go though like like we we, we're supposed to stick to but we touch but we touch 
couple of topics we wanted to touch on. So I, I have something you that I have, I have something that I did not actually tell you about before, but I do want to ask you because you, okay. you don't live in this world, but like you know this world inside. We're starting to get like coaches talking about the fact that this recruiting schedule is a disaster. Uh, where are you at on the recruiting schedule? Um, I don't understand. Yeah. Okay. First of all, I haven't really read the article. Sorry, guys. Like I'm supposed to. I just know that everybody's complaining about it, and it's like these kids are barely gonna get seen. The NCAA is trying to control recruiting. The NCAA doesn't know what they're doing. First of all, let's just be quite frank with that. All right. I don't understand. I'm just flabbergasted as to why they're changing anything because of the stuff that they knew was going on, and then they get popped, and now they're trying to. Ch- oh no, you these kids get. It's still gonna go on NC2A, and you know this. So stop with the, the BS shenanigans, the smoke and mirrors to fool everybody. You know, it's these parents who are sitting up, you know, having eating $22 salads while their kids are getting are being trained, you know, in their backyard. Then they're paying $50 an hour to think that now little Johnny and Timmy have a fair advantage. No, they don't. OK, I'm sorry. That's not that's not happening. OK, that's not happening. OK, and, and you're not going to get the bags not going to ever come to you guys. So what I'm saying is like it's. It's just this is it's it's just, it's a joke. These everybody's complaining about it. So well, I, I think that what's happening here though is that like yeah, the kids that you're talking about, they aren't gonna get seen. But like, their but that's goals who they're appealing to though. But that's who they're that's who they're trying to appeal to to be like, look, everybody's got a chance now. That's what they're saying. It's like but that, dude, that's come the on. thing. I, I don't think that's actually the case though. With the way you don't think is. so? No, okay. I think that it's less kids are going to get seen because like we have high school federations now like pulling out of these like june recruiting oh see so yeah let me let me let me stop talking about because i didn't know any of that stuff like i to me what it sounds like to me from what i've been hearing from everybody is that they're it's they're the ncaa is trying to have this big ass camp where twenty thousand students kids come in and, and that that's what i read last time i heard that they're trying to have a big one big camp or whatever so right so that's what they're trying to do but right. It's so that like, to me, it's so that to valuable. me, no, exactly. So to me, that's what that sounds like. That's, that's where my argument was coming from. So to me, that kind of situation or setup, it's just like another NCAA summer camp. Like I feel self is going to be a uh, summer camp, you know, like I highly doubt it unless, I mean, you know, I mean the top, you know, top 20 players are there. Like, I, but I highly doubt that's going to happen, you know? So how are they going to get the kids there? You know, I'm not going to that. Well, all the coaches are going to be there. I'm, I ain't going to that. I got an AAU tournament I got to go to. You know, well, the, co- the coaches can't see you there. Well, I mean, ESPN's going to be there. Do you see what I'm saying? So it's like yeah. I, my whole my whole thing is like, it, what is the benefit of this of this of the change? You know, if if all the <clears throat> if I'm the AAU circuit, I don't change anything because you guys got to see. Whew, you guys got the kids. They got the power. They're holding the cards. But and now you're going to adhere to what the NCAA is saying. Well, they got to play college. Okay. Well, real soon that's going to be gone. So the NCAA would, should make it more feasible to what the AAU guys want, in my point, because it's like if you have all these camps and the top 20 kids aren't there, top 30, top 100 kids aren't there, they're all playing AAU, what is the point of these camps? Because no college coach is going to want to be there. But the thing, now, like, what I the don't NCAA see is what I'm do saying. is they can, withhold, just, they can withhold, like, coaching credential from, like, being able to go from the top, go to, like, the, where the top 100 kids are, right? Right. Okay. So time out. So, okay. So, so t- okay. Now this is me. Now, I haven't read anything. I'm being honest. This is me just talking to you about a situation and people should listen. I, well, I don't know. People should listen, but this is what I'm, what I'm hearing. Well, this is what I think. Okay. My thing is this, the NCAA, what can they do? They can say college coaches can't go there. Right. So I'm AAU. I have all the kids. Why would I change and let my kids go to a tournament? Then, that, then I lose all the power. So what I'm saying is if I'm the AAU guys, 
I don't send my kids to any of those camps. I don't change any of the tournaments that I'm that, that's being. I don't change anything. That's the NCAA doing that. And if college coaches can't come, okay, that's their bad. That gives me that gives now what that does is that gives the AAU guys way more power. It does. Which, which the NCAA is not figuring out. It, it gives the AAU gives guys scouting services way more power. Way more power. So now to be a scout and all that, it's like the scouts should be happy about it because if the college coaches can't be there, they got to come to you guys now. And if the top kids aren't there, the, the, the scouts are going to follow top kids. So the AAU kids, essentially, the AAU guys have all the power in this situation and they're not looking at it the right way because I'm not sending my kid anywhere. I'm keeping the same tournaments. Nothing is changing if I'm any AAU camp director, period, nothing. Oh, NCAA's doing that? Oh, whatever. Okay. So, guys, I still got Fat 48. We still got EYBL. We still got Adidas Nations, whatever, if that's still a thing. I don't know about we don't have to think. But, well, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. So it's like I still have everything running the same way. All the scouts are going to go where the kids are. So all those tournaments are going to be covered the same, all that stuff. You just won't be able to sell college coaches, you know, the college package, you know. <laughs> you know, you want me to sell them That's actually a good question. Package. Like how, how you know? financially feasible are these tournaments if you can't yeah, sell exactly. college coaches college packets? That's true. That, that, that's another thing. But, st- I mean, they're still, quote, unquote, you still got to, quote, unquote, pay, quote, unquote, entry fees. So, um I mean, I don't think Marvin Bagley's team ever paid an entry fee, but I'm not going to name neither here nor there. But anyways, so what I'm saying is, like, I don't change anything. I let the NCAA have their little their little country club camp, you know, for, like I said, the parents who have $20 to $22 salads at lunch, stuff like that, and just keep doing their thing. Because the college coaches soon enough are going to be are going to go to the NCAA and be like, look, we, this, we're not taking any of these kids. You know, like Pete, Pete Carrell said, I don't recruit kids from three car with three car garages. You know what I'm saying? Or I shouldn't, mm-hmm. whatever he said. But what I'm saying is like that, that, that's not going to work. And there'd be enough complaining. The college coaches stop coming to NCAA things in a quote unquote form of protest. They're going to change the rules. Do, do you see what I'm saying? So the NCAA is just setting themselves up to look stupid if the AAU guys are smart and don't let their kids go to any of this stuff. No matter what these college coaches trying to, well, I got to see. No, uh-uh, you know, I'm good. I'm averaging 35 and 17 at AAU. I'm averaging 29 and 19 in high school. No, you know I'm a top player in the country. I'm not going into the – no, I don't need to send them anywhere. That's my whole thing. So what the NCAA is doing initially is what they're trying to take away from the AAU guys. From what my understanding of this is, from what you're telling me, I don't know the full ins and outs. But what I'm saying is if I was the AAU guys, quote-unquote, you know, the bad people, you know, the guys with earpieces in their ears, you know, the, the, the evil coaches who be selling kids on the black market, all that other BS that's lied about. <clears throat> if I'm them, oh, no, my kids ain't going nowhere, partner. And I got them all the way from, from I got them all the way from 8U eight, eight, eight all the way up. I got it from 8U to 17U, and ain't none of them going. If I'm an AU kid, if I'm an AU guy, why? The, the funniest part about this is that, like, I've talked to a bunch of, like, low major coaches uh-huh. who make their living, like, trying to chase these, like, you know, kids that are way, way under the radar, right? right. That, like, very few people know about. Uh, and they're all just like, yeah, so we're supposed, like, the way that the NCAA announced this is that we're supposed to submit lists of kids that, like, we want to have come to the camp. So we're just going to submit the top 25 names on, like, 24-7 sports's you know, 2018 rankings, 2019 rankings, and 2020 rankings, uh-huh. and just like submit those names because we don't want to get caught. Like we don't want to get caught recruiting a kid and then have another coach get on to that kid. Exactly, and that's exactly, and that's exactly. See, and oh man, that's another, that's another thing. But like. T- it's Man. like the end of the day, all it's doing is like, you don't know if the kids you're inviting are the right kids. You don't know if the kids are like getting seen in the right scenarios by the right, right. people. Um, it's just a mess. Like it's absolutely a shit show. 
and there's there no reason to change what was happening. There's no it, reason to change. No reason, and no reason. And what's going to happen now is is that a lot of head coaches and assistant coaches or whatever are going to have family members on these AAU teams, and they have to just go see them because you know it's a family friend. So it's like the NCAA doesn't know what they're doing as usual, and what they're trying to take away the power from, they're just giving more of it to them because. Have your little camp, NCAA, that's good. Have video games there. We have those at our tournaments, too. Okay, go. Bye. You know, have free food. Oh, we got sponsors and stuff, too. Like, bye. You know, like, get out of here. Yeah, it's just a joke. Like, let's move on. Let's talk about other things. Wait, there was a report about Chris Dunn and Robin Lopez? Did you hear about that? No, am I losing my mind? Yeah, you're kind of late. They got into a, quote-unquote, got into a fight after practice or before or during practice when they are out here in L.A. And uh, <clears throat> um, who would I that, take in that fight? That's a good question. I think I'm like I think Rob Lopez is tough, but like Chris Dunn among guys six five and under in the league, he might be up there for the guy I might least want to fuck with. Everybody says that. I'm not saying Chris is a punk. I'm, I know Chris been through a lot in his life, and I know he got hands for a fact. I know that. Um, but you guys don't know Robin Lopez's dad at all. See, I'm old enough to know. What, okay, when I okay when I was younger, like a little kid, I'd say like like ten. Well, Robin Lopez like is from it. L.A. too, so that's a... Yes, yes. Yeah. His Robin Lopez and his brother used to come in a stroller, okay, when they were kids, when they were babies, infants. They used to come in a stroller, right? But the stroller... Here's the stroller. Here's the thing. The stroller was two strollers welded into one, okay? <laughs> Not the twin strollers you'd be getting. You'd be saying, oh, look at the twins. You're just no, it was two full-size strollers, okay, welded into one stroller it was like seven feet long the mom just wheeling her two little baby infants and these babies would look like they were three when they were like seven months the lopez <laughs> brothers okay they had he had two older brothers they had two older brothers called Ale- named alex lopez he went to washington state i think and chris and chris lopez i don't think chris played in new college but okay alex was top 25 growing up because he was six nine and 13 so they automatically back then you know, six nine and thirteen. Oh, he's automatically top twenty in the country in his class. But whatever. So he was Alex Lopez is always ranked. His dad, their dad, okay, Cuban, about six, about six six, about six 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 seven. The mom was six three or six four. That's why they're so tall. The dad. This is years ago. The dad would lose it. Okay, at Alex's games, like we were like I was like nine, eight, nine, ten, or something like that. And Alex's dad. The, Lop- the, the Lopez brothers, their dad went crazy and started because the Alex kept getting fouled. They wouldn't call it, so he lost his mind. This is a L- L.A. legend. This is like years ago. He lost his. He ch- this is a North Hollywood high school. He chases the rep on the court and he starts swinging. Parents are holding him back. He's throwing parents <laughs> off of him. I swear, going after referees like it, it was crazy. The rest ran out the gym. Like he literally chased us out the gym. Right, and then the, the dude, it was crazy. The mom's trying to stop him. She's got one of the uh, Brooke or Robin in her hand, holding the dad back. It was crazy. It was ma- it was madness. So Robin Lopez and Brooke Lopez are Cuban, so they have crazy in them also. So don't ever <laughs> think that um, it's it's not that they're they're just big tall guys. Those dudes are lit- like Robin is somebody you probably have to like kill to stop. If you really got into a fight with him and there's really no, and like, like, if you really got him going, you saw what happened when he went to the bench and he, oh man, he's like, yeah, he's, he's, yeah, those guys, I'm not saying they can, they can fight, but I'm saying they're crazy too. Like, they're really, so they got like, they got like Steven Adams in them. 
Yeah, Except yeah. I think Steven uh, can actually fight. Dude, dude. Steven Adams is homeless, okay? People don't understand that. When I met Steven Adams when he was in high school, I got a picture. I got to find it. He, he had gold teeth. People don't understand how much of how hood Steven Adams really is. They, 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 they don't. He had two gold bicuspids or whichever ones, not the ones in the front, are the ones next to it, the ones like your vampire teeth, quote, yeah. unquote. He had two gold teeth. Or one or two, but he had gold teeth. Dude, <clears throat> Stephen Adams, legend. Okay, you guys have no idea. There's this guy named Caleb Tarzuski, okay? Adidas Nations. He comes in, all the hype, everything, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> I've definitely think five, I've heard this story. Continue. Number five player of the country, like 7-1 monster. Stephen Adams walks in the gym, dude, looking gold teeth, chilling, flip-flops on, walks in right before the game starts, gets ready, comes out and gives, oh, my. It was a big matchup. Frank Burr, like, Frank Burleson's the one who put me on to Steven Adams. He's like, yo, Marcus, come watch this kid play. Yeah, like, and I know Zeus, you know. Zeus at the time was like a top, oh, probably top seven five. player in the country. Top yeah. five, top five. And Frank Burleson's like, yo, Marcus, come watch this kid. Like, you know what you're talking about. Come watch it. Steven Adams gave Zeus like 35 and 17. Easy work. I, I would, I'm not hating on Zeus because he's a good player. Amazed. I was just like jaw dropped like. I've never seen. I've never seen something like that. Like, and he was just doing it so nonchalantly. And dude, Caleb was a big monster. And Steven Adams is just like, "What are you doing, bro? Like, I don't even like. Okay, that's cute. Dunk. Okay, step back jumper. Like, hook. Dunk. 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 Rebound. Dunk. Like, I was like, wow, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. And then that's when I was on the Steven Adams train. After that. I was like, yo. And then he came back the next year. He remembered me, and he was same thing. Like, dude, that dude is. Steven Adams is a character. Like, he's not somebody. That's not fake with him. And that's what people don't understand. Like, like he's, yeah. He, somebody who lives on the streets, yeah, he's, yeah. He's not somebody you want to mess with. Like, for real streets. Not not these dudes saying, I'm from the streets. And they go home and sleep in, with a roof over their head at night. No, 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 no. I'm talking about somebody who really had nowhere to live. Like, Steven Adams was from the street streets. Is he the number one guy that you would not <laughs> fuck with in the NBA? I mean, yeah. You think so? He's probably, he's, he's. He's top, He's definitely tops. I mean, there's you know there's James John, James Johnson. You know who's a who's a uh, third degree black belt in karate. Yeah. You know who could jump kick the rim. And I was like, what happened when he fought Serge? Is like if you watch that fight when Serge he missed him and then James swings and then he stops himself and he starts laughing because he's like, man, if I'd have kept going, I'd have killed you like straight up. His dad is an MMA fighter. Like they grew up fighting. He's another person. Tony Allen's not in the league anymore. Um, well, Tony Allen's definitely the like old belt holder of like the sub six foot five division uh, oh dude you I, I knew tony allen was real when i heard when i met somebody from chicago who i didn't even think asked me about tony allen he told me a story about tony allen and i was like okay yeah he's yeah he's he's he's, he's definitely real like he's really real I was, like, I was like okay i'm not gonna tell that story but i was like oh wow okay yeah yeah tony allen um i mean a lot of guys bark, you know, and yeah. there, there's no biting behind it. But a lot of guys bark. I mean, I'm not going to say because it's like, but yeah, Stephen Adams is definitely one. I'm, I'm not asking for like the softest. I'm asking right. for no, like no, the, no. the guys, you know. Man, okay, hold on. Dame, don't try Dame. His, his, yeah, don't. His dad is, yeah, don't try Dame. People think it's sweet with him. Don't try Dame. Um, who else? I'm trying to think. Um, Zach Levine has hands. Like, that's an what? interesting one that i feel like a lot of people wouldn't recognize like do you have that, you seen his dad 
I have That's not, another no. thing. People exactly. His dad played in the NFL. They don't. You've never seen. If you don't know Mr. Levine, dude, don't, 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 don't let Zach's good looks in those in those eyes in the in the good hair. You know, I, mean, I don't have any hair, so I always comment on a dude if he has good hair. So don't let that hair fool you. Like, like trust me. Well, like with Zach too. Like he's such Zach, a nice guy. Zach's like a Zach's like uh, a crazy, crazy hard worker too. Like you can tell he has that. Like he has like a different mentality about it oh yeah you know? but see and here's the thing like <clears throat> but like he doesn't get credit that for that still that no they, they don't because this is what i say about zach levine when i was in minnesota when every time me and we would go to the gym at night to, to shoot zach was already there zach was there every night his rookie year every night every single night like after games there was no days off for him every single night he was in the gym he's in the gym his dad instilled that in him like zach was worth all these trainers in the offseason before and then he got who he train with this offseason pops and his pops and his friend it was his dad's friend i forgot i'm sorry to, to to his trainer if i discredit you i forgot your name somebody will tell me but yeah like people understand that zach's dad played, zach's dad is, is a big man like he was big, like a, solid he played like a in the linebacker NFL. or something yeah, like he played a big NFL. dude yeah yeah he's 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 not somebody who's yeah trust me people don't understand that zach zach has hands um <clears throat> i mean i mean there's some guys i've seen get 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 man i'm not gonna say that um <laughs> that's, a, that's a that's a good question i don't i mean like there's a there's a few in there that i that i wouldn't uh uh jokic you like guys, throw, I, see like you would never no. be able to get him mad enough to throw i don't think i mean but see guys from those eastern blocks dude you gotta understand like See, Some like, Nur- Nurkic is the guy that I always bring up with it. Because, like, right. you know, you've seen Yusuf Nurkic's dad, right? Uh-uh. So Yusuf Nurkic's dad is a six foot nine, 450-pound former police officer in Bosnia. So, oh, like, wow. how apparently how Yusuf Nurkic got found like this is like i don't i've never confirmed this but this is the story that goes around is like this guy like the father like beat the shit out of like 13 guys at once or something as a police officer like when he's like (laughs) trying to do all this like trying to like enforce the law and I forget who Nurkic's, who is Nurkic's agent now. It might have been like a different agent than he has now. But like Yusuf Nurkic's agent like asked this guy, do you have any kids? And then like Yusuf Nurkic was the kid's dad, was the the dad's son. And then they took him on the basketball team and like started to train him. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> like, that's crazy. Like Yusuf Nurkic got in that thing with like Amon Shumpert a couple nights ago. I, oh, I yeah. feel like Amon's like See, like I would Am- Amon is a dude that I would not fuck with either. I mean, like I wouldn't no, fuck with any of these dudes to be clear. But, but like, but no, here's I, my thing. Go ahead. I would very yeah. much not fuck with Yusuf Nurkic. No, there, here's my thing. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. A lot of American players. Don't understand just because they see that some of these guys, just because they're white, that they, they think that they come that they're rich, that that, that, that they don't come from the hood. Yusuf yeah. Nurkic has like a faux hawk, like he. Right, right. You know. let, let me tell you something. Some of these kids from these Eastern blocks, they come from places with no running water. They come from places where bombs are being dropped. Okay, car. You know, there there's civil wars. Like they have to dodge sniper fire on the way to work. Sometimes they can't go to work because there's a sniper right there. Like. People don't understand that. Yeah, that was a long time ago, but you never know. Like, some of these kids come from that. I know Vladi came from that. <clears throat> some of these kids come from places that, like, they have to go play for the team to eat, you know? Like, it's not yeah. all peaches and cream in Europe also because they're white, you know? And some of these guys don't understand that. So they look at him, oh, he's soft, you know? I'll, you know, and they try and punk him, and it's just like, dude, you know? <laughs> like, you know, like, no, you know, that's not going to happen. So I'm not saying everybody's like that. 
but I'm just saying, like, people, Americans, Americans, black and white, think that some of these guys are soft and they come from nice neighborhoods and all this other stuff. And it's like, that's not the case at all. And that's, you know, like, yeah, some guys in America live in the hood, but you have Xbox, Internet, running water, food in the refrigerator. Yeah, there might be gunshots and helicopters and sirens going around on the outside, but on the inside, you have food, running water, electricity, Xbox, cell phone, stuff like that. Yeah. Okay, that that's not hood growing up, you know, not having anything. Do you understand? Like some of these kids really don't have anything, a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of, like literally. So that's what I'm saying. We got to understand that just because these kids are white and European, most of them, that doesn't that doesn't mean especially those Eastern Bloc ones. That's old Russia. So, you know, it's tough for some of them growing up. Yeah, like Rudy Gobert isn't Eastern Bloc, but I feel like I would not. Like Rudy Gobert would be someone in my top like twenty of these guys because I feel like right. that dude, that dude, like his mentality on shit, like he won't stop fighting. Well, until you gotta he, understand, like, Sam. A lot of these dudes, they have the referees to stop them and, and getting fined, you yeah. know, and getting kicked out for like losing like ten paychecks. So they have a lot of that to, in between the opportunity, you know. That's why like some guys like take a fade. Like Brandon Ingram took his fade, so he's not gonna get any more fights the whole season, you know. But like it's like a lot of these guys are barking. I'm not saying Rudy. I'm not saying that because of Rudy Gobert's French. I'm just saying like a lot of these guys be barking. That's all. That's I'm true. By the way, Brandon Ingram, another guy, like probably pretty underrated in that regard. Like from Kinston, North Carolina, like not a great yeah. area. Probably not someone that you want to mess with. Yeah, well, Jerry Stackhouse was is probably the number one person that you never wanted to fight in the NBA. Ask Kirk Snyder. Like if you ask your wife to hold your your back your bag and jacket, like okay, okay, if I'm about <laughs> to fight, okay, and I say hold on. And I say, honey, can you hold my bag and my jacket? Okay. And she says, uh-huh. I'm not fighting it. <laughs> it. It's happened before. There's nobody's that calm to fight somebody. It's a, oh, oh, honey, take this. And she's like, okay. And she just sits there and watches. Like, that's somebody, like, you're not, I'm not fighting. I'm not fighting you. I'm not doing oh, that. I'm sorry. God. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, uh, you know what? We talk about it later. Because it's like, that's that's too calm. And like, and then, you know, taking your time. Like, Jerry Stackhouse Man, put say Kirk Snyder's not. He wasn't leaked much longer after that, but he did get three pieced. Oh my god! Embarrassingly, three pieced. That is definitely a fact. Um, like, yeah, don't throw a punch and then get three pieced. The last thing I'm going to allow you to talk about you want to you want to talk about Trey Jones. I know you want to talk about Trey Jones. Uh, I just want to say, <clears throat> part of the Light Skin Coalition, Trey Jones is the most important player on Duke, and um, he's he's very underrated. See, when guys are going to look at him and they're going to be like. Well, he only averaged, okay, I don't even want to do plus minus. Just look at how Duke plays with him as opposed to when he's not on the court. Just look at, well, they lost to Gonzaga still, but that was different. Gonzaga's a hell of a team, okay? And that was like their, what, third game together of a team who's been, who played here the last year. This That was, what, Duke's third or fourth, fifth game together? Anyways, <clears throat> I'm saying Trey Jones is very underrated. And by the way, like I, Gonzaga, three first-round picks probably. Like, ex- very good team. Exactly. Um uh, I was the one to say all summer that Trey Jones is the most important part of that team. And everybody was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you, but you, that, said, you said Trey Jones was the best point guard in the class coming in, too. Yeah, I did say that. I did say that. But Arizona's trying to tell me about Demi- Darius Garland. I guess they didn't see what happened when Trey played Darius over the summer. What, two or three times? Got the best of him. It's all good, though. We're not, we're not. And then I think Darius played him. I'm not saying Darius is bad before people started coming to my mention. How are you going to say? Darius is a great player. Brad Beal already got it. He already got on me about that because I think he plays for Brad Beal's team. Brad, yes, my, he hey, did. Yeah. Brad, Brad, you know I messaged you. You're my guy, Brad. I'm not. Let's not start this again. 
because Brad got really mad at me one summer or that last summer. Not really, he was just not really for serious, but he was like, dude, stop talking about uh, what do you call it? We got a little tit for tat about it. We were just messing with each other. But he's like, dude, Darius Garland will serve Trey Jones. And I was like, uh oh, <laughs> I saw the battle. <laughs> and then uh, they played, and, and then Trey won. And then, uh, and I think he had the better game. And uh, Brad was kind of quiet after that for a couple, for a few. It's all good, Brad. <laughs> Tell the truth, bro. You're my guy. But no, I'm just a big fan of Trey Jones. Like, you talking about point guard, like, you know, the true essence of the word point guard. He's a great point guard, great leader. He's a stir, like I said, the stirs that he's the straw that stirs the drink for Duke. Take him out. <clears throat> it's not the same. You just got, you got your vodka, you know, how you make Long Island iced tea. They're just layers and they're sitting there. You need it to be stirred. You know, you got to stir it up. And that's what Trey does. He makes everything work and go together. So I just think that people need to pay attention to that. No, no, I'm with you. I'm with you on track for sure. Yeah, uh, he, I think he's like for sure like a top twenty guy for me in this. Trial. And his brother, his brother Tyus, who th- this is what upsets me. Think about this. Okay, who are the, the freshmen who got MOP while winning a national championship? Well, obviously you got to win the national championship, but got MOP of the Final Four. Tyus okay, did. Um, Tyus did. Okay. No, no, no. Let's start. Carmelo Anthony did. Yeah. Let's just say recently. Let's not go back to oh Kareem or he didn't play because he can play as a freshman. Anyways, so um, Carmelo. MLP freshman, top three pick. Um, KD didn't do it. But whomever else won, I think it was two other people. They were both, they all went top ten, five, I think. Trey Jones is like, well, we don't know because it was all, it was, <laughs> it was all jaw. Now, if you watched the final four, you know that wasn't true. Definitely was so, not all jaw. That's true. You know what I'm saying? You know, so what I'm saying is like. Anthony Davis did it also. Anthony Davis, exactly. Went number one. Um, let me see here. I think there's one more besides Tyus. Um, I don't know if there is. Oh well, then it's those two. Okay, well, because like good. Wayne Ellington was a junior, I think. Oh yeah, or maybe a sophomore when he did it. Corey Brewer was older. Joakim Noah was was Joakim Noah. No, he was a sophomore or junior. No, he was That's a junior. Joe, yeah, Joe wanted his junior. So that's what I'm saying. All those. Yeah. Those, so, so like those, honestly, I'm I don't even know if there are Anthony Davis or Carmelo. I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is. <clears throat> that alone should have warranted a higher draft pick than what he, than what, more not even a higher draft pick, more recognition of his game. You know, because it's like who went number three that year that they came out? Who went number three? What was he? He was twenty fourteen, right? Yeah, no, twenty fifteen. Yeah, yeah, so Okafor, Okafor goes number three. <clears throat> yeah, you see what I'm saying? I'm not. Saying but like, no, nobody. Pick. Were you going to take Tyus Jones over Okafor? No, not in hindsight. Not in twenty. Not hindsight is twenty twenty. Back then, I didn't know. No, I was saying that. But I did tell the Lakers they should have picked D'Angelo Russell instead of him, though, when we were in China. I told the Lakers brass I'd take D'Angelo Russell over Joel Ogafor. It's a good question. Do they, they do they, they hate you for recommending D'Angelo, or are they happy that they didn't have to deal with Jaleel? <laughs> well, I mean... Because they, they did not looking, like having to deal with D'Angelo. <laughs> looking back at it, if Kobe and D'Angelo never played together. It had been different. Um, uh, but, I mean, what's D'Angelo doing now? He's ball, he's balling. He's really well, good. And, where's, and then where's where's Jalil at? Oh, he's nowhere for sure. Like I'm not, no, he's, he's, in, he's in New I Orleans. I think Jalil yeah. Okafor is a, a good player still, but, but uh, I mean, he, I think it's all mental with him. I don't think it's anything physical. I mean, basketball wise, I just think it's all mental. Um, and D'Angelo, people don't. I knew he wasn't going to be good in L.A. because he's a number two pick, and people they watch Kobe for twenty years, so they think like number two pick, you're better than Kobe. You know, L.A. fans, Laker fans. I mean, they're the. Oh my they look here the most the worst sports fans. I I love the Lakers, but they're, dude, some of the things fans say it's just 
they just shows they don't know anything about basketball. They just watch the Lakers. The guy, the D'Angelo is the guy consistently where I talk to like college players all the time, and basically every college point guard will say, "I watch a ton of D'Angelo Russell tape." Because he's so good in the pick and roll. His footwork is amazing. Like, he's just the right guy to watch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, D'Angelo Russell, killing, doing a great job. You know, Jalil Ogafor. But who's to say if the, if the roles were reversed? Like, imagine if Jalil came to the Lakers, which he wanted to go, and he's happy, and he's busting his ass. He's got Kareem talking to him. Shaq, you know what I'm saying? It could have been, been completely different. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the difference. And drafting, where dra- what can happen? Say they're switched, you know. Situation goes to Philadelphia, so and then D'Angelo, and then D'Angelo becomes an all star, and then they get Ben Simmons and Joel and uh, Joel Embiid. Still, like yeah, think about that squad. I mean, we obviously it's like if 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 it was a fifth, we'd all be drunk. But I'm saying like we think about that, and it's just like it's crazy. Like if I would have rather. You know, even though D'Angelo did come here, but if they were switched, if Jaleel came here, his career could be completely different. He could be the, the franchise center that they're talking about. And then... Um, I, I I don't know that that's true, to be honest. No, I, I said, but we don't... But see, that's the thing. We don't know. You didn't think Alonzo Trier was going to was gonna do what he's doing? I didn't. When, I liked when, Alonzo, when, when but Alonzo I When Alonzo got that. undrafted, when he went undrafted, a lot of you guys were like, not saying you in particular, but a lot of people were say, like... Like Alonzo was my, I think he was number one or number two on my best undrafted guys. Like I thought he was very clearly uh, a guy that should get a contract. Okay. We're not moving goalposts. I'm not attacking you. I'm just saying... No, no, I know. I'm just saying, uh, when he didn't go, when he went undrafted, a lot of guys were like, oh, good, finally. I ain't got to talk about him anymore. And then... See, but look, yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Because his, his rep is worse than like what it should be he was one see like for me i've said this like multiple times like he is one of my favorite kids that i've gotten a chance to talk to on the college level because he's super fucking smart and he will just call you on your bullshit immediately or like call like he is not afraid to call the media on its bullshit like publicly to their faces and i love that like i'm if people are saying shit like that they shouldn't say i'm here for it if it's me even call me out i want to i want to know if i'm saying shit i shouldn't say right you know what i mean yeah hell yeah exactly but that's what i'm saying so like we don't know what what happened imagine um imagine sam Bowie never gets hurt now you go back and watch the tape of sam Bowie in college that motherfucker was Killing in Kentucky before he got hurt. He had all reason to go number one over Michael Jordan. If you see he's seven footer running the court like that, doing the stuff he was doing, come on. Number now. two, right? Because number two, sorry, Hakeem went number one. Sorry, you see why Portland picked him? Do you understand what I'm saying? So it's like I understand the thing. It was you know he didn't know is the whole thing of his leg, or whatever. I got I got that. But what I'm saying is you well, just Greg don't Oden too. No, yeah, dude. See, that's a pick that I, I just don't understand how people watching the game of basketball would honestly sit up there and tell me that they would have taken Greg Oden over Kevin Durant and then it happened. I don't I just don't I just I just don't get how you're gonna tell me Greg Oden was the dude Bill Russell he's doing. I don't want to hear that. Okay. And it's not because he got hurt. I was saying that when they were in high school. I'm like, dude, there's no way I'm taking Greg Oden over Kevin Durant. There's no way. Plus Kevin Durant was seventeen doing what he was doing. Like, no, I'm sorry. There's no way. Turning eighteen in a cop no getting 35 and 50 no there's no way and by the way like so i was too young for this like i was 17 when this happened like i i just did not i was was not in this world you were in goth we know i was not in goth actually yes you were yes you were saying you definitely weirdly wasn't um oh i listened i listened to like emo music i still listen to like oh newfound glory huh 
I'll listen to some newfound glory. Yeah. I'll listen to some taking back Sunday occasionally, some fallout oh boy. God. Like I'll, ah! I'll jump into that world. Uh, but so I'm 17 at that stage. So like, I can't say that. Like, I can't like say with any authority what these, what these guys were. But what I will say is like, I have since asked people that were around then, like, you know, who would you have taken? And just about everyone's, Still says like, hey, yeah, if we're looking at it, if we're being real, I probably would have taken Greg out. Dude, there's no fucking way. I'm sorry. Dude, but at, like, if I you look at sorry. it back at the Kevin time. Kevin Durant, I'm, I'm 6'11". Like, no, no, I don't care. I don't care. So you know why Greg Oden went one? You know why he went one? Because because this is what happened. Final four game. They called three fouls on him. And he didn't play the first half. And they say he fouled out, right? He played essentially like yeah. 16 minutes or whatever. And they still went to the national championship. Did you not see your, dude, Sports Center? You weren't, in the, you weren't in this world, okay, Mr. Basketball. Anyways, Sports Center went on a whole tirade about Greg Oden doesn't need – they need to swallow their whistle and let him play. We didn't go to see the – like there was a whole thing about it. They were up in arms and mad about it. So the national championship game, the refs didn't call anything on Greg Oden. They let him play. And then he was doing that against Joe Kim Noah and Al Horford. He's number one. It's like, dude, Mike Conley was his point guard. That's what people don't understand. Like that's why he went four. Mike, by Mike the way, Conley Mike was, Conley was his point guard in high school. Exactly. Okay. Oh, hey, even more so. So it's like, um, I'm not taking anything away from Greg Oden. I'm not saying he didn't deserve it. But I'm sorry. Like, I never saw Greg Oden being a 20 and 15 guy that everybody was telling me, you must have not seen him play in high school. I did. But that doesn't mean that their guys are just as big in, in the NBA. That's what you don't understand. Like, it's going to be really funny when Zion lowers his shoulder into somebody in the NBA and they don't move. The guy's like, that's not going to happen. That's going to happen. Zion's going to lower his shoulder into somebody he should fling, and the person's not going to move. And he's like, oh, shit, I'm playing with grown-ass men, NBA players. And that's what people don't understand. Like, that's what people don't understand. So would like, you still t- you would still take Zion 1, if I remember oh, correctly. Two. Yeah. What? I'm taking Zion 1, Cam Reddish 2, okay? <clears throat> Maybe Jaw 3. I'm, I'm not – I don't dislike R.J. Barrett. I just don't think that – I may, hey, I could be wrong. See, like, you know, R.J. is the one where he, he lowers space, his shoulder – and, like, mm-hmm. he's not going to move guys when he lowers his shoulder. Oh, dude, come on. Yeah. Come on. Like, come on. You know, like, he's going to run into Russell Westbrook, and he's, Russell Westbrook's going to laugh at him. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's going to hit Marcus Smart, and Marcus Smart's going to be like, what, what are you doing? Are you going somewhere? Like, you know with Zion, saying? with Zion, I think there is a chance, like, he might just, like, lower his shoulder and, like, blow through most guys. Like, uh, 90% well, of guys, right? You're, mis- you're taking it completely out of context. What I'm saying is, like, Zion is going to be, yes, he's still going to be big and strong. But what I'm saying is is that he's going to be hitting guys and they're not going to be flying like they do in high school and college is what I'm saying. They're still going to be right there is what I mean. It's not I'm not saying they're just going to like like you're weak. No, they're going to obviously take it. But what I'm saying is they're not going to go like flying. They're going to be OK. I'm, I'm still here. Yeah, obviously, he's, gonna, he's bigger and strong. He's going to keep on doing it. They'll move eventually. But it's going to take one or two moves or hits. I mean, two or three more hits. Not like in, in high school. And it's just one hit. Our, our guys are just too scared to even stand in the way yeah so that's true that's what I, that's what i'm saying when i mean it like that so let's jump back to trey jones real quick okay i know that you want to because i feel like we got sidetracked again so oh yeah sorry we always give, do. give me your let's trey jones uh spiel about you jump directly into tyus being most outstanding player oh, going yeah, under yeah, yeah, yeah my bad i just think that trey is is very underrated and he's not a he <clears throat> and AAU, I mean, in EYBL, he was getting buckets because he needed to. You know, he doesn't need to get buckets in this team. And I think he, I mean, that just shows us to the sign of a great point guard, of a great player, you know? And, like, people are saying, oh, he's having the low, low 20s. It's like, it's like you, he's been playing against NBA players for the past, what, five years? 
in the summer? Like, yeah. why do you think why do you think he plays defense so good? Because he's playing against NBA players all the time, and it's like that's what I'm trying to say. Like, people don't. There's a lot of variables and factors people never look at. That's why I try, and 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 not, well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna to go off too far in this tangent. But that's why people have Mellow Ball completely underrated and messed up. He's been scrimmaging, playing pickup games with the Lakers for God knows how long. And he, when he plays against his brother, he's playing against an NBA player, no matter if it's his well, brother or not. Even, even when he was 11 years old, he was playing like under 17 or under 16 AAU. You know, exactly. like that, even that, like at that level adds up. That, that's what I'm saying. So so people, they're, they're very, people don't want to look at it. So what I'm saying is like Trey Jones is very, very good and very underrated. But since he doesn't score a lot to people, and I mean, like the Texas Tech game enough alone should put in top 15. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just like shutting down guys you're gonna, to people are raving about like that. Like he pretty much, the, the Texas Tech can barely bring the ball to court, you know, and there that's a really good team. It's just an example. It's just an example. I'm just saying like he's just, I just think he's a very underrated player. And um, like, I mean, like Spencer Dinwiddie says, is his name sexy enough? Probably not. It's not as sexy enough as like Zion and RJ and Cam Reddish, you know. But that's not his fault. The the, the everybody gravitates towards the pretty girls. I'm the not only saying thing he's not that, pretty. I'm just the saying, only like, thing that worries me about him is the jump shot right now. Because like Ty has figured out the jump shot earlier than Trey has. Dude, he's 18, Sam. He's 18. You're talking like he's 25. I know. Figure out. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm just saying. Uh, he'll figure it out. What I'm saying is all the other intangibles that he has, IQ, how to run a team, you know, like passing, court awareness, all that other stuff you guys, you know, whatever other uh, uh, acronyms he, you guys use. He for sure has all that. No question. I, I am I am a fan of Trey Jones. Like You don't have to really right. sell me that much on Trey. The only, the only thing that worries me is like, hey, where, like, is he going to develop into a consistent, like, pull-up guy? Because I think you need that in today's NBA. I think you need to be able to be a threat off the dribble. You can't have guys going under screens consistently. Otherwise, it just kind of fucks with the entire spacing of the offense. All right. So I think he, like, I think he probably figures it out. Like, I hope he oh, figures no, he it won't. out, but like, he, he, he needs to. He you know, won't. it's like he's still he's shooting fifty eight percent from three or from free throw line too. Like, that's that's a problem. No, no, we we, well, we, we don't worry about stuff like that. <laughs> LeBron James, LeBron James is shooting sixty four percent from the free throw line. Are we worried? Obviously, he's not LeBron James. People I was gonna say, say like, he's not LeBron James, obviously. But there's just certain things we don't worry about. That's Period. true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just like Trey Trey Young shooting twenty five percent from three point line. There are things that are lesser concerns. Right, exactly. Trey Jones shooting thirty five percent from the free throw line, and um, um, he hits a big three. You know, to seal the game the other day. So yeah. I, I um, would like him to be able to shoot. I would say. No, I feel you. I feel That's you. No, 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 I feel you. But I'm um, just saying certain things I wouldn't worry about is all I'm trying to say. Yeah, for sure. Uh, M Grads, tell the people what's going on in your life. Tell the people where they can find you, etc. Uh, find me on 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 Twitter at M Grads. Find me on uh, Instagram at M underscore Grads. Um, shout out Doze Beds. You know, shout out Napcap. Oh, Sam, I got to send you one of those. I I, I I'm gonna get answers back from you for about NHL to you. I want NHL. Okay, you would, Sam. You totally would. I'm so, white, yeah. Marcus. What do you want me to say? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, what are we? What are we talking about here? <laughs> no, no, right? Uh, yeah, I'm so I'm gonna see if we got hockey ones. But yeah, everybody, check out Napcap NAP underscore CAP. Go get yourself a doghouse, a sick doghouse of, of your favorite team, and then uh, yeah, 
that's all I'm doing. Shout out Spencer Dinwiddie Shoe Company also. Make sure y'all cop those. He's doing great things for the community. Donating to charity every pair of shoes bought. You know, go 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 try one and get one of his game warrants too. He auctions those off and every all proceeds go to, to sending kids to college. So you gotta check it out. Spencer Dinwiddie seems like a genuinely just like incredible oh, human being. Man, he can cook. One of the smartest guys I've ever been around. And he's from LA. <clears throat> um, so it's just I mean like He's yeah, he's one of the great guys in the NBA. Like he should get an award. He'll probably have an award named after him when, when for community service and just you know all around great and great guys uh, when he retires. Like it's just yeah, he's a good he's a good dude, great dude. Follow the podcast on uh, what I subscribe to the podcast I guess on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, your normal Apple iTunes app, uh, everything else. We're up there now. Uh, we'll be back next week uh, with some more random discussion of basketball uh but until next time we'll talk soon bye